Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. How should people deal with friends who constantly say that they want to commit suicide? Uh, what do you call a therapist who therapizes another therapist? This is your daily catch-up. Hey guys, if you enjoyed the Daily Catch-Up Podcast, do remember to drop us a sub, hit the notification button, and also like this video. Like la. <laughs> hey guys, we're very lucky to have a special guest with us here today. She's a psychologist, and it's none other than Dr. Geraldine. Dr. Geraldine, thank you so much for no being worries. here with us. Alright, so um, this episode was really meant to... I think the, the whole concept of mental health, even though it gets talked about a lot right now, there's still a lot of like misinformation, myths, and, and like, I think questions that we have about it. So I think um, we really just want to have this session where we could ask you a lot of questions that we kind of had about you know psychology, mental health. Uh, and so I'm just going to open the floor to anyone who has a really good... Very <laughs> strange, that always so formal. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I speak. You may. Please raise uh, your hand. Sorry, are you, are you a psychologist or psychiatrist? What's Very the good question, right? A lot of people get confused. Psychiatrists and medical doctors, they give you the medication. Right. Psychologists don't have any injection, don't have any medication Ayah. whatsoever. Right. Can ask you for stuff. But do both do therapy? Uh, they they can do therapy if they're trained in it, but uh, they prefer not to. Um, it, it wastes time, lah. It is more efficient that they give the medication. Yeah, so the the uh, patients will go there, get the medication, and then they, they would track all the, the chemical side of things. So right. are there certain yeah. cases that you would recommend them to go to a psychologist and certain cases that you recommend a mm. psychiatrist? So for the therapy, right, so most of the time what we do would be an hour. So typically a session is an hour, uh, 50 to 60 minutes. Lah. And the, the therapy would... It, Encompass all the talk, the art, the play, whatever it is, lah. Okay. Yeah, the but when play, it's the <laughs> play, it's because there, there will be different techniques that techniques, will be used. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Like there play, is. play therapy. Yeah. Yes, okay, okay, there we'll is play therapy. But 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 you know, if let's say the the patient is not receptive at all, they are too um uh, depressed, too anxious, suicidal, you know, and they cannot keep themselves safe anymore. That's when we would refer to the doctor. Okay. Right. right. I have a question. How yeah. much do you charge? Hey, that's a weird I was going to ask what your rates. Yeah, I was going like, to ask how much do you charge. I feel like, like hey, a, that's not right. I feel like you're such a friendly psychologist. Yeah. Like, I, I want to. Wait, so friendly psychologist should be higher or lower? <laughs> higher. I, right now, I want to say lower because she's about to. What, what is the range? I would guess. <laughs> I say hundred. Five hundred now. <gasps> I'll say three hundred fifty. Hey, that's, yeah. What you're bidding is it? No. I say hundred eighty. Depends whether, whether depends whether not worth. It also depends whether you're private or whether you're in a counselling centre. Yeah. All oh, right, yeah. right, right, right. So most of the time in the private setting is about 150 uh, and above. Yeah. I don't know who charges 500. I so scammed. I. I'm sorry. 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 I'
Wait, but but uh, really a very common question is why is it so expensive? Yeah. So like besides like those like these options, right? Like it's probably the practice, cost of their education, I guess. But is it, <laughs> is it, or is it like a like there's a very large demand but very little supply? No, I don't think so. I, I it's a very good question. Um, the the people that command the higher the higher rates are probably the more experienced ones. Okay. Not that we create a lot of magic. I hope I do, but I don't, <laughs> I don't know whether I do or not. But yeah. So what is the progression like for a psychiatrist? Like once you learn the basics, Shady, then you start practicing. Mm. Then how do you upgrade? So there, before you can be called a psychologist, you need a master's. Mm. <laughs> so you have four years already, and then you know you have another, you have She's another three years, and then um, yeah, your 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 PhD and or your doctorate. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, that's probably why it's so expensive, lah. <laughs> right. But during all this time, are you practicing at all? Like when studying for your masters and all this? Uh, we can, but uh, we probably are not licensed. Oh, mm, so well, you cannot lie to me. <laughs> <laughs> you can because in Singapore, uh, the we we still don't have that licensing yet. Right. Oh. Yeah. So um, that's why a secondary school PE teacher could also be a counselor. Uh, yeah. Counselor is yeah. slightly different. So the counselor cannot do your diagnosis. Mm. Right. Mm. So for the psychologist, we can do your diagnosis. So from the ADHD to so the learning disorders, to the autism, to the depression, anxiety, schizophrenia, eating disorder. So we can do all of that. No. Yeah. So no. So how did you get into this in the first place? Uh, I don't know. I'm actually very boring. No la, Actually, it's not accidental. So, I think the younger generation would be very deliberate. Like, oh, I want to study psychology, but I knew I wanted to study psychology from secondary school. Oh wow! Yeah. So from sec two. Wait, so are you mean, saying you are younger generation? Yeah, I was. I was trying <laughs> to stop myself from saying that. <laughs> <laughs> no. Okay. I was like, John, ignore that, ignore that. <laughs> <laughs> and I did this. <laughs> so you were saying in secondary school? Yes, yeah, secondary school. And then, you know, um, uh, after that, it was just uh, psychology all the way. Wow. Why, mm. why though? Why did you want to do it? Why? Uh, there's it's a, some crime so show. No, Maybe. it's not crime show. I feel like that's how people start. <laughs> no, no, I don't know. But... But it is very intriguing, the whole behaviour, why people do certain things, why people don't do certain things. Actually, I'm curious, right? Like, mm. when people come to see you, do they ask you the same questions during the first visit? Like, is it always the same thing that they ask you on the first visit? They actually don't ask the questions. Oh. They tell their... their issues or they tell their concerns so we listen so it's always a myth that people always say psychologists talk a lot we don't we listen a lot right we sit there and we listen to people how long have you like this is really not age question but how long have you been working as a psychologist <laughs> already <laughs> no no it's important for my follow-up yeah, question yeah. <laughs> uh 20 plus years okay that's Damn. weird that's crazy Wow! <laughs> no, I told you I've been doing this. You my look great. Life. <laughs> oh, oh, thank you. Yeah. Through the years, right? Have you seen the reason why people come to you change, or is that a trend? Is that actually, I mean, not trend, mm, but is, yeah, is yeah, there a yeah, pattern? Yeah. 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 So, um, I started with the youths, right? So we do see a trend, um, where 
before it was a lot of fighting, a lot of rioting, a lot of like um, uh, um, going to the store and you know they they um, petty theft. Right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, now you have a lot more suicidal cases. There was an explosion, right, from last year to this year. Um, yeah, so a lot of suicide cases, a lot of more stressed students, which mm. is really sad. Yeah. Um, and, and those that cannot cope with the whole emotional turmoil. Uh, yeah. If I have a friend or like a family member who is suicidal, right, what, what would be your advice to me? Like, what should I do with them? It's a good question. I think the first thing that many of them would tell us is sit with them. Okay. Because they would ask the questions and whatever answer might not go in. So even if you, you answer or you tell them anything, it might be misconstrued. So we'd rather you not. But they would say, sit with them, be with them, and keep them safe. How should people deal with friends who constantly say that they want to commit suicide? Uh, these friends are very draining. That's why when you keep hearing it, you also feel very, very helpless. Yeah. What you do is you redirect them to someone that can help them. Yeah. If not, you know, um, what we do for the young ones when they are in school and someone says that they want to die, we never have one person that is attached to the suicidal person we right. have a group okay. so wow. that you have yeah you, you're you not fatigued afterwards right, yeah because right, yeah. right. if not if it's just one person and ev- the one person takes the load what if the person actually does something right there's then a lot of guilt on that one person and mm. it's not fair okay. no I feel like because it's a profession built around mental health yeah it feels like the standards of like the protocols of the entire profession is also like very mm. mental health focused which, mm. which is quite amazing serious <laughs> note right like pertaining <laughs> to the question that I asked you just now because I, I think like it was also something that I personally went through and I struggled with cutting the friend off like so what like what Dan said like so the friend constantly wanted to like commit suicide and like had all these thoughts like, and I felt that it was affecting me very badly but if I cut the person off what, I'm this something? person's yeah I'm this yeah. person's last like, like sh- lifeline or what, uh. in a sense so but then, I mean, in the end, mine was a happy ending because I managed to sit the person down and talk to the person, explain why it was draining for me. And then so uh. we, we stopped talking for two, three years. After that, then we <gasps> got back in touch. And then hey I yo. said, yeah, and then after that, I said like, hey, like, thank you so much for like understanding what happened back then. Lah. And I think mm. if you need someone now, I'm ready. Like, I feel better mentally. Yep. I can be here for you now. Mm. And then it was mm. a very well-rounded so, yeah, conversation. Such but, a hard chat to have though. Yeah, but I'm not sure. Like, So to people who are struggling with that, right, feeling that, that guilt and that burden, right? what should they do then? Look after yourself, which you did, which was really, really good and very important. So that's one thing that we always remind everyone, like, please look after yourself first. Because if you're already feeling drained, there's no way you can look after another person. So even the person come, and no matter how many times they come to you, you can you have nothing else to give already. Mm. Yeah, so it's, you will end up, either you die or I die, sort of feeling, mm. you know? So you don't want to get to that point where, okay, let's both of us jump la. Anyway, I also cannot help you already, which sometimes they do come to us and they do say. 
Wow. Mm, mm. So that's why we never have just one person helping. We have mm. a team helping. Okay. Mm. Yeah. So it's always a group of friends. Um, uh, maybe uh, the the religious group, you know, that helps them. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So they have more people rallying around them. Why do you think it's so? Uh? Like, do you think the previous generation was built stronger? Or do you think circumstances is much harder today? They have different strengths. But in in all fairness, these two years have been very tough for everyone. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. And the, the, the studying methods, the lack of um, friends, lack of friends or rather lack of contact, human contact, like how we are sitting here, right, uh, really has taken a toll on them. It's, it's funny that you mentioned like whether about generations because like the statistics that came out recently about like suicides last year right was mm. that even though suicides in general have increased um the number of suicides amongst old people has actually increased for yes like it's yes. the highest number since oh, 1991 oh, shit. Yeah. yes shit. yes what's older people like, like above 60 now? oh damn it's very very sad so um recently we did uh, uh my friend reached out and we did like the the geriatric uh depression scale for the those seniors what's a geriatric right geriatric yeah older people like old people because we he recognized that the the depression uh rates have also increased the suicide rates have also increased yeah right. from mm. what are hmm? like what the reasons why um okay so a variety of reasons one they have been staying at home so the mental deterioration if they're not engaged with anything intellectual then the deterioration is very very fast mm. yeah uh, they can't sit at the kopitiam and meet their friends you know so it's mm. really sad i had one 70 plus year old man last year the doctor was like very desperate say jerry can you just come in uh can can this um um senior come and see you because he's very suicidal I was like, why? So he couldn't sit with his friends to drink his coffee and, and chat with them. He his um basketball. So every day he would go and, you know, play basketball. Oh, wow, what a fit yeah. senior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He was really, really What fit. are we doing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you know, during this whole entire period, the the basketball court was just like you know yeah. closed, closed. Mm. and it wasn't just closed; it was really all blocked. Mm. He stand there, he looked at it, and say, "What am I living life for?" Oh, so yeah. most of them, yeah. So most of them who have retired already, uh, expect to go traveling, expect to go you know meet up with their friends, yeah. but they don't have the opportunity to do that during right. this period of time. So it's like they're being robbed of everything yeah. I had another weird thought you know last year doing CB is a very very strange weird thought that that if you didn't save enough for your retirement right let's say you're like 60-70s right and you only have a few dollars to work with every month in the past when you could go out right you could go to your friend's house you could share food with your friend you could, could go and steal your friend's fries for example right and just like hang out and eat other people's food which is something that we don't really think about because I believe that there's a segment of society that kind of relies on that for mm-hmm. yeah. food, la, right? And once everything is all indoor and you order your food, right? You have to transact. Yeah, and I was just thinking about this weird thought that, that kind of... <laughs> no, no, that, that, for no, example, it, yeah. it helps people realize how yeah. desperate they, yeah. they are now. Like, you know, like really, that's how you want to kill yourself, I feel. Mm. That's a very sad thought. Oh, this might be sensitive. 
but do you also see a psychologist? Because you, you carry oh, yeah. all these burdens, oh, right? And wait. I love this question. Yes, yes, yes. So we always advocate like people coming to see psychologists. So of course, we see a psychologist ourselves. Okay. And I really love it because one of the teens, I get asked this by teens all the time. So when I told one of the teenagers, right, and he said, he paused for a while, then I was like, oh, what, what happened? Yeah. And he went, oh, my psychologist has a grand psychologist. And I said, of course. Grandmaster. Has a grand psychologist and the grand psychologist has a great grand psychologist. <laughs> because so who's the master psychologist <laughs> of them all? It probably goes in a circle. Lah. Probably. <laughs> yeah. Not enough. Okay. It's like priests do confession to each other. Yeah, yeah, uh, Actually, everybody knows so everybody. Did. So, you also provide therapy to other psychologists? Ah? We do, we do. Right, right, right. Yeah, but Singapore is really, really small. So, we actually sometimes, uh, like for myself, it will be overseas, somewhere from right, overseas. Right. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, is it not yeah. weird that you already know all the, the, the techniques and tricks? Yeah, then, how does it? N- not actually, because we all have blind spots. There are parts that are very tough to work through. You know, so we still need someone to work through. Like what? Uh, can you share a personal thing? Mm, sure. I mean, like one of the things would be, um, I lost my first baby. So okay. it's like, oh, no. yeah, yeah. Um, and it still gets to me, right? But I, I can work with many uh, mothers who have lost their baby right. Because, right. because I have... Uh, work through that and very very grateful for the therapist that worked through with me yeah right so mm. does it was the therapist using a, a a technique that that you were you do not know or no no I know but it it, it doesn't mean that <laughs> how come you cannot just therapize yourself therapize <laughs> <laughs> I feel yeah. like I actually had this conversation with a friend. Right. So, because I have a lot of friends there, my entire cell group hey, studies. A lot of friends, yeah. <laughs> wow, they're jealous. Right. <laughs> my entire cell group studies psych and social work. Right. So, I had like I was having this conversation with one of them, and she was talking about how she had recently started seeing a psychologist herself also. And I said, but you learn this stuff in school, like do you do you like kind you of know, identify I, it with yourself? You know. Then she right. said, I need someone to say it to me. Mm. She said, I need someone to say it so that it feels real to me. I can digest it and then they can help me to also work through the steps instead so, of just you feel like you're alone in the battle. Right, so why is that? What, what's like what? Why is it Why is it that you have to hear it from somebody else? So for her friend, she needed to hear it from someone, but emotions are real, you see. Emotions, we cannot run away from emotions. We are human beings first before we are psychologists. So right. our emotions are, can also overwhelm us. So why I needed was also because after the first pregnancy, the second pregnancy was fraught with a lot of anxiety. Right. Okay, okay. It was like, oh my gosh, okay, there's a spotting. Let's run to the doctor. Let's run mm. to the gynae. Oh my gosh, check, 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 check. And it was just crazy. And the doctor was, was asking, do you want to stay at home? Do you want to lie down? So I tried for two days. I said, thank you. No, I think I want to go to work. Because I would be sitting there swimming with my thoughts, swimming mm. with my anxieties. Your voice is so soothing, by the way. That's why she's like, Thank you, thank you. Yeah, so I, th- mm. I guess like what a lot of people don't realise is that even though you're a psychologist and you know the techniques, you're not immune to mental health no, no. issues as well. Mm. Sorry, I have a question on what you mentioned just now, I have now, so many right? questions there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> let me know when it's my turn. <laughs> okay, okay. We keep up, I'll go with my turn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, hey, we're at Denise. <laughs> so, 
like just now you mentioned that you wanted to go to work so that you are not sitting at home alone with your thoughts, right? But is that not just distracting yourself rather than processing your emotions? Oh, very good question. Thank you. But different people. <laughs> are you schooling the psychologist in psychology? Differently, they they deal with their their emotions differently. Okay. So whilst one person it would be running away from it. For me, it was working through it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, what what caught on to me was when you said you you went to a psychologist, for example, to work through something. What is working through something? Is there a desired state of being that we are trying to get there? How do we know when we are there? Because mm. I feel like hurtful events will always hurt. How do I know mm. that it doesn't hurt anymore? So when you are stumbling over, you're falling over, the pain is just too much, you know. So that's one um, indication that you need to seek help. Yeah, because typically our, our first line, especially in Asian culture, our first line is not to run to the psychologist, is to run to our family members, is to run to um, the friends. But what happens when we people cannot um, comprehend that whole situation or they are trying to soothe you but they are telling you um, things like oh it's okay la, don't worry about it oh, don't worry yeah. about it doesn't help you, you feel yeah you feel even worse right yeah. so I like say that to Diana once a day yeah. <laughs> no people tell me that I just say oh okay mm, yeah <laughs> what, what else is there to say right mm. but when you sit in a space that um, you are permitted to talk where you are Mm, a lot of people say non-judgmental, but that's we try to be, right? But we are only human beings. But what is the space that we give you is that you are heard. And then we ask the questions, which will set you thinking. Like what? Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to get some free session in. <laughs> so so, so what's your issue? I, I really have never been, to be honest. Like, so I, I really don't know what it's like. And if like you said, there's a lot of listening. Mm. Mm. Um, my wife's a great listener. So and and so I mean I've I've been through parts of my life where where it hurts for me. Mm. And then it hurts for like a month or two whenever I think about it. Mm. And then slowly it just doesn't anymore. Lor. So it's just to should I have gone to a therapist? Mm. So the other thing that I love to to encourage people is don't just go when it is painful. Go when it's not painful. So it's like um, you going to the dentist, you go twice a year, right? Or I hope people go twice a year. I can Very recently. It. As of two years ago, I go twice a year. <laughs> I didn't go for seven years and then I went two months ago. But th- that's what I would like people to try and do like okay seven years but now you're going and um, don't wait until you have a tooth decay you have you know a toothache before you go and see the the dentist to sort it out yeah but I think on Mm. that note right a lot of people's concern is with the cost like we mentioned earlier so Mm. I've also read this like Mm. reddit thread where people this guy was sharing his experience with therapy and he said at one point he realised how lucky he was right that he had parents who could afford therapy for him Mm. Mm. and then he thought like if he didn't have that right probably would have killed himself a long time ago Mm. so there's not only the private sector which I'm in there's also the public sector 
Yeah, so your family service centers, your IMH, the different hospitals have it. Um, there are many channels. So one of the channels, uh, um, like for the youths, would be a uh, chat at skate park. You know, as not not skate park, but skate. Skate. Yeah. 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 Right at the top there, where they have free counseling oh. for the youths. Yeah. I told you this and you said oh yeah. so. No, I remember it. I remember <laughs> I it abbreviating to something very clever, but I can't remember what it was. I mean, since this whole episode is about mental health in general and try us trying to understand it more, mm. I wanted to know like what are the most common like issues that the younger generation has now in terms of mental And what are some approaches you think they can take? Academic stress relational stress so um the the academic work i don't know why this generation is such a perfectionist generation everything they must do to the t and they must meet everybody's expectations so it's very very worrying um that brings on a lot of like heavy load on their shoulders and then they go, oh, I cannot do this anymore. What's life, you know? Um, then they have all the existential cr- uh, questions, like mm. why am I born? Why am I living? What are we living for? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, relationship also, relationship with the parents. So that one transcends many mm-hmm. generations. Mm. Yeah. Mm. So What can you like do for them though? I mean, respectfully asking mm, mm, yeah mm, yeah um working through some of their uh methods how they approach their work how they um to to walk and journey with them through the existential questions because honestly many of these questions have no answers yeah, Lord, <laughs> e- then how? eventually we all die right but like coping with triggers <laughs> every day we yeah. inch closer to death that's the answer from the therapy <laughs> saying like what line <laughs> <laughs> I actually had a, have a friend that was practicing already mm. and then after that decided to stop because she said she realised that like all these things that people come to her with right she, there's no solution and she she got very pressured herself and yeah I, I would think so though because like for example if a kid comes to to you and the source of stress I mean it, I mean, it could be academic stuff right but it's also about expectations mm-hmm. and you can't mm-hmm. fix other people's expectations no so neither are you the most assuring person when you tell them you don't it doesn't have to be perfect because I'm not stressed out by you I'm stressed out my parents so I need my parents to, to tell me I don't need to be perfect mm. you so telling me doesn't help me and so like every night you go to bed thinking thinking all these things no but maybe it's that right maybe i mean again you're the expert but like my like but maybe it's be, it's it's not that they're perfectionists but it's they have a strained relationship with their parents and they're trying to like so yeah. it's about working through that relationship with the parents yeah so sometimes it's not just working with the teen but we work as a family right mm. uh-huh. so, so the entire family comes in and Rightly put, right, there is a communication issue. There are expectations that are weighing on you. John, but how will you feel one day, right? <laughs> your son comes back then and you then say, I'm he not informs your father. you that he has a strained relationship with you, to which you were just being yourself, right? <laughs> then uh, he, he says that he set an appointment for you to go counselling with him. I'll go with him more. i support him more. Because right. I also want to find out why. Ma. Yeah, and if to him, that's the safest space for him to, to, to talk about this, right? Then then we go to where he feels it's safe to talk about it. Lah. No, because I would think, for example, right, if let's say I, I put undue expectation on my child, right, mm. then I'm like, do better, lah, right? And, and <laughs> no, no, I'm just imagining, I have no I have no child, it's completely hypothetical, right? That let's say my kid, because my parents, right, expectation of me uh, was not to get all A, but I was barely passing in my secondary school. 
Right? And so That's why their expectation is not to get all A. Correct, correct. No. And your sisters were, were smart. So which means my my uh, my but my sisters were Actually my sisters were above average. Like even mm-hmm. academically they were they were not like above the two five range, for example, for PSLE, right? Better than you doing did better than you like. If if at this point we wish I feel the stress coming from my parents, right? If I if I go back to them one day and say, Oh I, I mean I spoke to a therapist and and she would like all of us to go for a session together, right? I think my dad will snap at me. Yeah. He's like, dude, I'm just asking you to pass it. Eh. Mm. You know, you go to a psychologist, now the whole family need to go for therapy. Does, does that happen in real life? Yeah, it's so uncomfortable. Like just now, the moment you mentioned like bring the family for therapy, right, I felt super uncomfortable. It felt it. necessary, I agree. Yeah, but right, I yeah. think the difference here and, and why my answer was so different, right, is because I think it's a generational thing. So our parents' generation, right, I think they never grew up with mental health as a priority or, or even mm. were educated mm. about it. Whereas we are. So assuming we are. Are we though? And then assuming la, enough, mm. la, at least we understand the importance of it. Right. And then after that, with the, the the following generations, they'll probably be even more woke with regards to this topic, right? Then mm. I think that's why the solution can work better. I think it's mm. that, that uh, misunderstanding, you know, by by the different generation or even when people come to us, whatever generation it is, right, that um, you go to a psychologist or a psychiatrist because you're crazy. So no one wants to be associated with us, <laughs> which is very sad. Um, or they think that when we ask them to come, we are trying to put the blame on them, which is not true. Yeah, we're okay. not trying to put the blame on them, but we are trying to find out what the reasons might be so that your life is better and smoother. Not my life, but your life, right? Yeah, so there's this misunderstanding there. When you want to call the family down for counselling, right, do you call them directly or do you advise the child on how to tell the parents? Uh, we would encourage them to bring them down because that's the start of the communication already. So then weird we like, if like your parents suddenly got a phone call and be like, hi, I'm it's a like psychologist. the principal call you. <laughs> mm. Mm. Uh, okay, I can see that. La. But it's so strange. Like, imagine you have to tell your parents, Yeah, I don't know how to say this. Follow me on like Thursday and then we're going to this thing. But usually the parents already know that they are coming for therapy. Okay. So yeah, so in the private practice, if you're below 18, your parents need to approve mm. and sign. Oh. Yeah. Are there parents that are like, no, I don't want my child to go for th- this this like therapy or what? There are. Why are? Uh? For a variety of reasons, I suppose. Um, you, uh, you waste money, you're not crazy, uh, it would leave a mark on your the record, uh, how you're going to get your jobs next time. Does it though leave a mark? Yeah. No, I mean, with the changing climate of mental health, right? Uh, no, it, the, there's no, no, there should not be a repercussion. Yeah, on your work but there are still people that are worried you know especially if they want certain types of work they might not want it on their record so yes la, there's a record because like yeah. <laughs> it started with no I, was, I got confused yeah um, it would be so okay it, with the public health system right everything goes into your record Mm. who you see, what um, kind of uh, tests you take, your blood works, everything is in there. So if you check your Sing, Sing Pass and your Health Hub, you probably have everything there. Right. Mm. So, mm. so I'm also curious, is, is it, uh, like if your parents have like depression or whatever, are you mm. also most likely going to kena? 
uh, you would be more susceptible to it. Yes, more vulnerable to it. Be- is it because of a be- biological reason or because I'm in- born so into the environment already? Uh, genetically, there could be a predisposition. Oh. A genetic oh. predisposition. But our generation wouldn't know because the generation before us or never, never knew. Yeah. yeah. Mm. They just thought life very hard. Lo. But so on that note, okay. right, like mm. there's been such a like it currently feels like everyone has anxiety, everyone has some form of depression. Like, is it really or is it people just what, read on the internet why I'm very sad I'm depressed? Mm. Mm, mm. So a lot of people love to Google and self-diagnose. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so we, we, we know when somebody go onto the internet because whatever that they say, you go like... It sounds very familiar, <laughs> the, the language. And like, <laughs> I wrote it. <laughs> no, no. You, you went through a checklist, right? And they, they would typically say yes, they went through a checklist. Yeah. So what are the signs where I'm really just feeling sad? Like today I really don't feel as motivated versus I need to go and seek help. There should be a prolonged period of time that you experience it, you know, um, and you find it very hard to do your daily tasks. Or it's very but what if your daily tasks are very hard? <laughs> like, how do you know you're just not capable? Is it? Like, how do you know you're just not capable? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Or you are, th- or you are just taking on more than you can handle, lah. Mm. So either way, it's a red flag, what? Then either way, you should be doing doing something about it, right? You could speak to someone who can then identify that maybe this is not the right job for you, lah. Me? <laughs> a bit late, right? What do you mean? You can always change job, lah. No, lah. How? Like no, lah. Oh my god, is no, this? No, no, I'm way past that. <laughs> Yeah. Oh, you're talking about no. I'm asking for you're thinking about yourself. Yeah, because I I do feel anxious most of the time, and I I've never had a panic attack. I don't know what that feels like. So, mm. so maybe I can answer it this way. Not everybody needs a diagnosis of depression or anxiety, but mm. you can sit with a psychologist to work through some of the challenges that you're facing or struggles that you're facing. I was also quite skeptical of therapy until I went for it. And I mm. think what ended up being the case a lot of the time, even though it sounds like you can do it yourself, is yeah. that I actually am finding the solutions myself. I actually end up saying it myself, yeah. but I needed to have said it out. And even yeah. though I have said it out to other people before, mm. it's just it's it's leading questions like you just did with John, or it's like very little things that help you get to to where you are. Like. Obviously, there's other techniques also like um, hypnotherapy and like other frameworks to like Ooh, cope with. I heard yeah. you do hypnotherapy. Yes. Mm. She also does this really interesting thing, which I don't know what it is, but I read from the website <laughs> called Sand Therapy. Sand Play Therapy. Sand Play. Oh, that's where the play, play. comes in. <laughs> Wait, is it the kinetic one that I see at like shopping no, mall? No, oh, it's okay. actual sand sand. Like you, your fingers like a sensorial experience. So <laughs> where, where they place the Spice. the little um uh figurines or what they place there and what they tell us or if they hide <gasps> in Wait, the sand. Huh? Oh, snap. Okay. Wait, you are at the beach it. or you are at your office? Yeah, it's oh, like a little it's a, tr- it's a sand tray about this this big. Yeah, and it's okay. filled with sand in the room itself. Right. And so what they leave behind can tell you about what they're thinking. Yeah, so they would feels like a Facebook quiz. Uh. Is there like an example trend? of like how you yeah, yeah. analyze maybe one one example? Um. Okay, so sometimes, uh, so one of the very classic one is sometimes a kid comes in and then you, you tell them to um, just free play, you know, and they start taking little characters and suddenly one character oh, is Oh, they're characters, hidden. like toys inside? They're, they're figurines, so oh, okay, it, okay. we have shelves of figurines and toys and right, superheroes right, right, right. and whatever um, you know trees and everything vehicles so it 
might take one and then you know hide it under the sand. So it could be it could represent that he's trying, to, depending on the story, uh, trying to keep himself safe. It could be trying to bury someone. Whoa. Mm. Mm. B- bury someone chills. as in the memory of it or they want to kill the person <laughs> um, to, to hide the person <laughs> oh, okay. yeah to hide the person yeah, no. why are you so serious no because I just watched the hole in the ground so then oh my, <laughs> my thoughts went straight there so interesting wait so if somebody comes to you right and during a session they confess to like a crime Ooh. Mm. right like maybe mm. like way back in the day they like, like oh no no maybe not way, not way back like, maybe last year uh, okay like I abused my ex-girlfriend. Mm. I really beat the shit out of her. Mm. Yeah. Then how? We're not bounded legally to do anything. So that means you don't need to do anything? Mm-hmm. Or you cannot do anything? Uh, not that I cannot. Oh, okay. Just there's no need. For, so for so it's the opposite from like, from like lawyers where they can't say anything to... So it depends on why the person comes to us right so yeah. if you abuse and then you're planning to abuse now you put somebody in harm so there's a few things if you're going to cause harm to someone you're going to cause harm to yourself you're going to kill someone you're going to kill yourself we will breach confidentiality right right yeah. Okay, okay, yeah, okay. yeah but if someone comes and say I abused some, uh, you know my girlfriend last year I feel very guilty about it then we work through the guilt okay, right. okay. what if someone okay. comes to you and say I killed someone last month uh, then we will ask how do you kill and we will ask why are you here for therapy <laughs> I thought you said uh, can I go toilet first scary you press record what's like a more like rare case that, as in of like something that you work on for example I imagine that like, like I don't know anyone who's schizophrenic for example mm. or like is there mm. something that maybe we've not heard of there's a condition that you've actually worked on um, disassociative uh, DID DID yeah disorder that, identity this is, disorder this associative identity, identity disorder, disorder. Right, right. yeah. So I had someone that had a few different personalities. So it was quite interesting to see which one came and see me. Oh, <laughs> split ah, oh, yeah, split ah, like split. Like, oh, okay, okay, okay. <laughs> split. Split, split lah. Did the did the don't know what order. Okay, okay, okay. Mm. Ha, so wait, so you said so you don't know who will come and. I I don't know. So there were. Predominantly three. I don't know if there are more, but I've only identified three. One was a very dominant personality. Another one, a very soft and quiet personality. And the other one was her actual personality. Do they have three different names or just yes, personas? Yes, they have three. Wait, how do you know oh, okay. the actual? So very clear, like, actually. Who's in the spotlight? Mm. How do we know if they are not possessed, for example? <laughs> do you believe? Yeah, do you believe in ghosts? I, I believe I oh. believe in, in ghosts I believe in fairies I believe in Oh <laughs> yeah, They went too far <laughs> <laughs> The fairies hey, Think affect reputation <laughs> Possession Is slightly different lah. Oh. Mm, so but the, what if someone Comes to you Thinking that It's a mental health issue But they're actually possessed There is So It's like a reverse twist I'm possessed No because usually People go to a medium Thinking that they are possessed and then the medium it refer them to a psychiatrist, yeah, right? right? Oh, so sometimes we see a pattern like um, certain uh, religions or certain cultures from, as, especially those overseas who are who have uh, very very big um, 
certain rituals rather certain rituals and then you realize that during that festival or during that ritual that period of time suddenly they behave differently and then so it's very consistent so you realize eh, maybe it's not a mental health issue it's not like they are schizophrenic or having a hallucination but they are possessed Right. Okay. Wow, how yeah. does a medical professional diagnose that? Like, <laughs> it's very difficult. So, so you have is it part of your like is a module in your studies? Huh? Possession. Like, yeah. Possession. Is it a topic? Yeah. Cultural, so. cultural psychology. Oh, oh, okay, okay. Yeah. oh interesting. Yeah. Academics. Huh. So it's it's a so those I can see is a gift and a curse because yeah. they really mm. don't want to see it. Yeah, those that have hallucination or schizophrenic um, don't want that disorder, uh, you know, to to be on to them. Yeah, right. it's very very frustrating. Okay, right. Mm. On a more personal yeah. level, right? Have you ever wanted to quit your job? No lah. So that's one thing that I love to impart to the younger ones, which is that you need to enjoy your job. You really need to be excited about your job. It's a new discovery every day. There are times where um, we we might finish a day, and then uh, I always share this with the young ones. There was one day I, everyone was breaking down in front of me very, very early on. It's like group counselling, is it? No, everyone so every in. hour oh, okay. mm, oh. from the morning, everyone was breaking down. After that, I sat down and then tears were rolling down my eyes and I was like, but I don't know what I'm feeling. I really don't know what I'm feeling. Yeah, so it gets very trying for many of us. And um, one of my young psychologists also had that experience recently, last week only. Um, yeah, it is very trying, but you need to go in every day being excited to find out the next person's journey and to journey with them because it is a privilege. Yeah, just like it's a privilege for you to share earlier. Do, do you let your like patients, clients, clients, clients like reach out to you over like text or WhatsApp if like they're really struggling and things like that? Mm. So we also need to preserve our mental health. So yeah. we try not to. So the we try to keep it within the session itself. But there are times where the we need to be um, contacted. So yes, there are emails. There's always the text there, the the business text actually. Um, okay. Yeah. What are the yeah. working hours like for psychologists? <laughs> You wanna um, it, it it depends. So for mine would be the daytime hours. Right. Right? Um so it is my timing would be about eight to about five. Oh okay. Mm, okay. Mm, but sometimes it stretches. <laughs> wait, I wait, I got one more question. <laughs> do, you, do you become friends with your clients? No. Ooh. No. That sounds horrible. Okay. No, but that's a that, rule. That question is an ethical question. Okay. Yeah, so a very valid question, right? Because um, we get asked, oh, can you go coffee with me? Oh, sometimes we should catch up over drinks. Uh, and it's a firm no. And if let's say they're trying to get, get fresh with us or we we know that they have like crush on us, we refer them to another, another, single, uh, yeah, right. another wow. colleague. Yeah, because okay. I okay. would imagine that crush thing is quite interesting and 
and frequent. Yeah, so can it also happen <laughs> the other way around? <laughs> Come down. When you no, because, because you, you you look at asking for her like, rate. <laughs> you're so vulnerable and so honest. Yeah, with the because you bear up. you bear everything in that person and yeah. you don't feel rejected. Your question is not wrong. I mean, there have been other. Uh, uh, so that's why there are ethical boundaries, and we have a, 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 a module on ethics. <laughs> okay. Okay. Yeah, because if you get you know embroiled with in a relationship with your client um it can get quite sticky especially um that i'm surprised i'm the one that laughed and not jp so you're saying sticky <laughs> <laughs> now you cannot unsee you know um, but there have been cases where then uh, the the patient or the client will, will sue the, the therapist. Oh, oh, shit. Yeah, yeah. So there have been cases where they uh, sue them for rape. They sue them for different things. Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, okay. okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, because they can say that, oh, you, you made use of me when right. I was vulnerable. Because right. we don't know what state they yeah. are in yeah, yeah, yeah. and we yeah, are yeah. going uh, they are going through therapy we are working with them or, yeah, and, and, and doing therapy for them for so example yourself as as, uh, as a married person right do you have any advice for other married couples for example for conflict resolution or um, with the young people these days right is there a common advice or recurring advice or the recurring question that you ask them that helps them see things a bit differently conflict resolution <sighs> It boils down to just one word: communicate. Please talk. Mm. The worst thing is when, um, and I get that a lot from the the husbands that come in for sessions. Uh, you know, if I say anything, uh, it will just get me into more trouble. So I just shut up. Right. And then that gets them into more trouble. Right. Many many years down the road. It also seems like advice that men give other men, which is why men tend to do that. Mm. Can you know tell like during like the session, right? Who is more willing to work on the relationship? Usually, would be the woman that is more willing to work on the relationship. Is there a reason? Um, they they okay. If we talk about trends, right? Are we opening another topic here? But if we talk sure. about trends, right? Then um, if the woman comes in and they are the ones that suggest, they would want to make the relationship work. But when you chat with them and you realize, hey, they don't want to make it work. The next question I might ask is, do you have someone else? Mm, yeah, yeah. yeah. Then it gets juicy. I can imagine though Like sometimes If if you're unfaithful You might You might think As a plausible solution Let's go to a psychiatrist And see whether I can Mm. Unfaithful myself Mm. Mm. Is that that one of the most common Problems That couples go to Therapy for? Uh, Parenting issues Are another issue So Parenting is the most common uh, Parenting Has Infidelity Is another area That is also You know mm, Top two lah Parenting and Sorry, infidelity. bouncing on, on, on the part where you talk about shutting down, right? Would you then say that most of the time, of course, we can't always say 100%, right? Mm. Most of the time, couples that suggest let's take a break mm. is never a good idea. Because <laughs> it seems to be rather common. 
I do. I have no idea what a brick is. Every time I would tell them that I have no idea what a brick is, but they always think that they, they just need a breather from each other. But the breather always then would mean I go and find someone else. Okay. okay. To, to wrap things up, I wanted to like it was a question based on two things that you mentioned. So I think like you repeated today that it really shouldn't be an urgent need. Like you should go regularly. Mm. Um. So if it's someone who isn't, there's no urgent need to go, but they should just do it as a regular practice. What is a recommended cadence? So I would always say about six months. Once yeah, every six just, months. Just oh, a check-in. So it really yeah. is like going to the dentist. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> I was like so, imagining like weekly yeah, for some reason. No, so uh, thought, weekly is when they have a clinical issue. Right, so it's right. every six months you come in, you sit down, you have a chat. Is everything okay? What's working for you? What's not working for you? Um, and then, uh, yeah, at the end, maybe mid-year, depending lah, whenever that, you right. know, the, the six months is. Like since I've been, like I always leave the psychologist room always feeling better than I did. Like mm-hmm. lighter, right? Always like, almost lighter, physical, yeah. yeah. Have you been? Yeah, yeah. Oh, interesting. Have you been? Yeah, horrible though, that, that person. <laughs> Is it, I didn't feel understood at all. I felt horrible. After that. No, yeah, right. yeah, because I also had an experience. I, I had multiple psychologists. Yeah, to, to, to find the to right therapize with. Then like, because <laughs> some really cannot, eh. really cannot. Like yeah. I go already, I feel even worse after that. Like they don't understand me at all. Then they, why are they telling me stupid solutions and yeah. shit like that? Then I'm like, oh. Or horrible. is it you are just being cynical? No, no, no. Because I have very my first one was very good, uh. like crazy good. Then uh, after that, why then didn't you just go back then? They, she, uh, she quit. Because <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you had a crush on her, is it? <laughs> How about we wrap up the episode? <laughs> hey guys, thanks so much for watching. So before we end the episode, we wanted to say a big thank you to Dr. Geraldine for joining us today. And also the main purpose of this episode Was that we really wanted to talk about mental health Even though a lot of people talk about it right now It's still not talked about enough So we really wanted to normalise that conversation Also if you have any questions um, Put that down in the question box Question box Comments (laughs) box (laughs) Comments section down below And like maybe uh, Maybe Dr. Geraldine will come And join us again To answer some of those questions (laughs) Or not Don't feel obligated (laughs) I I didn't even ask her permission Uh, Anyway thanks so much for watching We'll see you in the next one Like and sub this video Uh, Bye bye the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.